This is Gordon Vernick with Jazz Insights. Today, I want to talk about some of the classic Ellington recordings from the late 30s and early 1940s that don't necessarily fall into the categories of mood or the jungle style or concertos. These are just wonderfully crafted pieces of music that really show Ellington's, uh, he's at the height of his creative career in terms of the way he's crafting these wonderful compositions into arrangements and in balancing written music with improvised music. That is the holy grail, as it were, for jazz arrangers is to find a balance between improvised solos and written music. Ellington found a great balance, um, probably one of the first great composers to do that. Let's start with a piece called Cottontail. Now, Cottontail is from a period called the Blanton-Webster years, and this is one of the great recordings, great arrangements that he wrote, and it features the tenor saxophonist Ben Webster, but it also features some great writing, and he leaves a lot of space for um, Ben Webster to improvise this wonderful classic solo on tenor saxophone, and also some great saxophone writing and great interplay between the brass and saxophones. Let's listen to Cottontail. The sax soli, in other words, he wrote um, a melody for the entire saxophone section, is one of the most difficult pieces in all the jazz band repertoire to perform. And, of course, he had a great saxophone section, great brass section. And you also hear a very short stride piano solo from the master himself, from Ellington. He didn't feature himself a lot on the big band recordings, very short solos. So this piece really shows the, the strengths of the band. When you're listening to it, you don't really pay that much attention to the balance, but he writes these very creative little background figures played by the brass section that Ben Webster has to play around and through and over. It's very interesting the way um, Ellington is able to manipulate the whole band by writing these intricate little backgrounds. It'd be like if you're standing, you can't see through a tree, you have to walk around the tree, and the backgrounds are kind of like that, so Webster is playing around these background figures, and it's, it's very clever the way Ellington does it. The next piece I'd like to play is another one of my favorites from this period. It's called Harlem Air Shaft. Ellington had a lot of very descriptive titles um, on his pieces, and he was always had some kind of, uh, sometimes they were like little jokes between the musicians. The titles are very descriptive, and this one is um, a musical description of 
an air shaft. And what that really is is in the old New York City tenements, nice apartments and even the, the ones that weren't so nice were built around an air shaft, which is an open section in the apartment building where you can actually look across the apartment building and see all these other windows and, and see really it's a microcosm of life. And so this is Ellington's uh, musical interpretation of sitting in his apartment and looking across the air shaft and seeing all these vignettes of life through other people's windows. As he sees these scenes in the windows, he is interpreting those through his music. Harlem Air Shaft features a great deal of, of soloists and wonderful backgrounds, and this is probably Ellington's greatest period in terms of his ability to write. So let's listen to Harlem Air Shaft. <laughs> Thank you. 
The pieces we've listened to so far today, they're dance pieces. You have to remember that Ellington was one of the preeminent dance bands of the swing era. So when they would play these dances, it wasn't so much like a concert, but this is great dance music. In the back of Ellington's mind, he really was trying to... um create uh, concert music and eventually he would in the later 40s and 50s and 60s would write these uh, suites or extended works which were meant to be performed in a concert hall the pieces we're listening to right now were intended for dancing although they're masterful pieces the next piece i'd like to play is another piece from this period the blanton webster years which is called main stem so remember these are great pieces but they were also intended for dancing Thank you. 